This is a STEAM Channel program on UCTV. Go full STEAM ahead at uctv.tv slash STEAM, where science, technology, engineering, arts, and math converge. Welcome to the Qualcomm Think of It Lab. I hope you'll be excited to build an LED circuit with me and get an Arduino to get it to blink. It's going to be pretty cool. So let's get our pieces. You will need an Arduino. You will need a breadboard, and hopefully you've already got it color-coded. You'll need a resistor, you'll need an LED, and of course, you'll need a red and black wire. Okay, so to make this easier, let's make sure we actually label our pieces. So what I'd like for you to do is go ahead and put a big circle around your resistor and write resistor. This way you don't forget what it is. And then the next thing, let's go ahead and put a big circle around LED and label it LED. And then the other thing I want you to know is that LED is actually an acronym. It stands for light emitting diode. I also want you to use your observation skills and notice that our LED has two different size legs and our resistor doesn't. Well, what does that mean? Well, actually it means that our LED has polarity. And I'll go ahead and write that word down because it's a pretty cool word, polarity. And essentially what that means is you have two opposite ends. So we have a positive side on our LED, which is the long stick. Go ahead and find that long stick and put a positive symbol next to it. And then the short stick is gonna be our negative side. So that's what gives us polarity. And then last but not least, you wanna make sure you have a red and black wire. How do I build the LED circuit? Well, if you were to cook a new dish, what would you need? you would actually need a recipe, right? So a recipe tells you what ingredients you need and how to put it together. So a schematic is like a recipe. A schematic is actually gonna tell us how to build our circuit. So let's go ahead and write this word down. And I love this word, schematic. It's kind of fun to say. Schematic, you should try saying it, schematic. All right, um, now what is one thing that all circuits have in common? Power. So let's go ahead and draw the symbol for power. Draw a circle, have the positive side and negative side, a wire coming out of positive and a wire coming out of negative. Next thing we need is a resistor. Why do we need a resistor? We don't wanna run the risk of blowing up our LED and it's not that exciting, so don't try it and think you're gonna actually see some cool explosion. It's just like gone, right? You just wasted your LED. So let's make sure that doesn't happen by using a resistor. We have a wire the bulk in the middle, and then another wire. And if you look at our resistor, you'll notice it kind of looks like that, right? You have this wire coming out of one end, this bulk in the middle, and then this wire coming out of another end. Okay, and then let's go ahead and draw a symbol for an LED. So we have a wire, the bulk in the middle, and then another wire. If I left it just like that, it would actually just be a diode. To make an LED a light emitting diode, you need a little squiggly line coming out of it. And just so that you know, this is actually the positive side and this is the negative side. But again, there's something wrong with my schematic. It's not complete, they're not touching each other. And if you ever have an incomplete circuit, your circuit will not work. So let's go ahead and complete this circuit by connecting all the ends to each other. To get power, we're gonna use our Arduino like a fancy battery. To do that, all I need you to do is connect your Arduino using the USB cable that you have and connect that Arduino to your laptop. 
When you've done that correctly, you'll notice that there's a green light on your Arduino. If you have any other lights on your Arduino, don't worry about it. So long as you have your green light, you're good to go. Now let's go ahead and read our schematic and build our circuit. First thing we're going to do is actually create this positive rail. Notice I use the color red. We're going to use red because we're going to use a red wire. The other reason for that is that when building circuits, you want to color code your wires. It makes it easier for troubleshooting later. So go ahead and take your red wire and stick it into the power side of your Arduino in the 5V hole, okay? So find 5V, which stands for 5 volts, and go ahead and take the other end of your red wire and put it in the red row of your breadboard. Now when you've done that correctly, that entire red row is essentially 5V. So this is what I want you to do. Take your red wire, put it in 5V, and take the other end and put it in the red row of your breadboard. Okay, cool. Now looking at our schematic again, notice we have this negative side too. And I'm using the black marker because we're gonna use the black wire. And we wanna create this whole negative rail, also known as ground. So what I'd like for you to do is take your black wire, find GND of your power, and it doesn't matter which GND because they're all the same, and GND stands for ground, and go ahead and take your black wire, connect GND to the black row. So now we've taken the black wire, and we went from GND to the black row. Cool. Okay. Now, this is where you really want to pay attention, because if you can follow the logic of this simple circuit, you could potentially build any circuit from any schematic. If you notice, look at this resistor. Look at how one end of this resistor is metal to metal touching the positive side of my power. Okay, so I want to recreate that in, a physical, in the physical world, right? So I'm going to go ahead and take my resistor and make sure that one end of my metal piece is metal to metal touching that 5V that I've just created. And to do that, all I have to do is take my resistor and put one end in the red row. And when I've done that, I've just created this part of the schematic. And then I'm gonna go ahead and take the other end of my resistor and put it in the blue row. So what I've done there is I've designated this side of my resistor and I put it in the blue row. Cool. Now, looking at my schematic and following the logic that I've provided so far, where would my LED go? And where would the positive side of my LED go? And where would the negative side of my LED go? So if we're looking at this, notice that the positive side is metal to metal touching the other end of my resistor. And my negative side of my LED is metal to metal touching my negative side of the power. So go ahead and take your positive side of your LED, the long stick, and put it in the blue row and take the negative side of your LED, the short stick, and put it in the black row. And voila, you've got an LED circuit, it's working. Pretty cool, give yourselves a round of applause. That is a purely electrical engineering experience and you should be pretty proud of yourself. But now that you've got your LED going and as exciting as that may be, wouldn't it be really cool if you used our Arduino to get it blinking? So the next thing I'd like for you to do before we start working with our code is simply just take your red wire and leave it out of the Arduino. Leave it hanging for, there, for a minute. 
Now what I'd like for you to do is go ahead and double click an Arduino. It's the same symbol as on your actual Arduino, so all you have to do is go ahead and double click on it. And the first thing you want to do whenever you connect a new Arduino is to make sure you're going through the right COM port, okay? It's like going through the right door, you know, you want to make sure that your message is actually going through the right uh, channel. So to do that, all you're going to do is go to Tools, Find Port, and then find the COM number that's associated with your Arduino. Click on it, and you should be good to go. And then the next thing I'd like for you to do is go ahead and open up the Blink example. And the way that you do that is you go to File, Examples, Basics, and then click on Blink. When you've done that, go ahead and expand it so that you're not distracted by anything else. And then what I'd like for you to do is go ahead and upload this code. To upload it, you're going to click on the arrow pointing to the right. So go ahead and click on that, and when you hover over the buttons, it tells you what it does, okay? So if you hover over the arrow pointing to the right, it actually says upload. And then in the blue bar, you'll see that it's uploading code, and then it's done uploading. Once it says done uploading, go ahead and take your red wire and plug it into pin 13. Okay, so if you've got your LED blinking, give yourselves a round of applause for successfully uploading an example code. It's pretty awesome. So let's actually go through these lines of code because I want you to understand the basics of what's happening. So the first thing you'll notice in your code is that it's all gray. These first lines of code. Gray lines of code are just comments. And comments are useful when you're coding with somebody, right? When you're coding with somebody, you're pair programming, you want to be able to know what that person's doing. Sometimes it's hard to understand simply by reading the code. It's nice to have comments associated with it so that you could uh, you can actually understand what their intention was when they're trying to write their code. So for example, with this LED code, we're maybe using about 10 lines of code. With a smartphone, guess how many lines of code? It's 25 million lines of code in a cell phone. So you can imagine an individual trying to write that code by themselves, it would be actually physically impossible. It would take 2,700 years if you were to try to write code by yourself. So it actually requires teamwork. So comments are actually really important when coming to coding. So moving on, we're going to go to our void setup. So our void setup is what it sounds like it is. It's setting up our board, all right? So it's going to run through this code once because it only needs to set up once. And if we look inside our void setup, you'll notice it says pin mode 13 output. And it's cool because not very many words in the coding world is self-explanatory, but this one is. So it says pin mode. And you'll notice there's two things it's looking for. So you'll see the pin is actually what pin you're addressing. So do you think it's a coincidence that our red wire is in 13 and it says 13? Try to change that number and see what happens. If you upload it after you've changed it, would your circuit still work? So this says 13. Next, it says output. So again, pin mode. This is the pin over here. And then this is its mode, which is an output because we're outputting information. We're not inputting information. So as I'm talking to you, I'm actually outputting stuff. If I were to stop here and try to listen, I'm inputting information. Um, so that's the difference there. And we're only going to be outputting for right now. So we're going to leave that as it is. All right, going next, we have our void loop. Okay, so this is where the action happens. And again, kind of self-explanatory. It's a loop, which means it's going to go through these lines of code over and over and over again, like a loop. It's just going to keep going until you unplug it. It will never stop reading that code. All right. So it's going to execute each line at a time. 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to read each line of code and act like I'm an Arduino or an LED. So the first line of code, digital write 13 high, which is high voltage, which means the LED just turned on. Woo! All right, next line of code, delay 1,000, which is 1,000 milliseconds, which means I can't do anything for 1,000 milliseconds. And I can't read the next line of code. I really shouldn't be talking either. So I'm going to awkwardly stare at you for 1,000 milliseconds. All right, next line of code, digital write 13 low. That means low voltage. LED could turn off. Awesome. I can immediately read the next line of code. Delay 1,000 milliseconds. So again, can't do anything. All right, next. Go right back up top, because remember, this is a loop, so it's just going to keep going over and over and over again. All right, so digital write 13 high. Again, high voltage, LED turned on, delay 1,000. All right, next line of code, digital write 13 low, low voltage, LED off, delay 1,000. Okay, so what do you think I would need to do if I wanted my LED to blink faster? What would I need to change in my code? Do you have an idea? I think it's changing the delay. So let's go ahead and experiment with that. If I were to decrease my delay number to, let's say, 250, I think my LED is actually going to blink faster. But let's test that theory out. Remember, every time you make a change, you're going to have to upload your code, because otherwise it's only living on your computer and you want it to live on your Arduino. And it lives on your Arduino once it's successfully uploaded. So right now, it just got done uploading, and as you can see, our LED is blinking faster. Awesome, so you know what I think you should do is go ahead and play around with some different numbers. See what happens, see how it changes it. You don't actually need the same number in both the delays. I think it's fun to see it blinking faster and faster until you can't see it blink anymore. Uh, but go ahead and try whatever you think is uh, fun. So thank you for joining me on building an LED circuit and using an Arduino to get it to blink. Hope you had a good time.